Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Halal Show Season 2 Mix Number 40. Yeah, welcome to the Halal Show. Uh, this is a uh, podcast where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. If it's your first time here, welcome to the podcast, everyone. What's up, everybody? That's JC. And this is Rika G. And of course, uh, we'll tell you a little bit about the podcast itself. Uh, first, we start with Where You Been, which is where we talk about our own lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go to the TTs, the trending topics for today, uh, which you can skip to, by the way, if you want. Just go straight to the timestamps listed in the podcast description, wherever you're listening to this. Today, we have a uh, more COVID-related stuff. Uh, we're talking about cinemas reopening in the Philippines. Uh, we're also yes. talking about a new curfew that's going to be, that has been imposed, rather, and um maria ressa maria ressa yeah maria ressa and her noble peace prize winning goodness mm-hmm. and then we have one odd diba that was sent in to us by a listener which i've actually applied for i'll we'll tell you about it it's about earning money by okay. watching uh a very popular long-running tv show i mean we've heard of these from uh, you know we've heard these kind of stories before but i thought it was interesting because it seemed relevant and it seems like something that we could do, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> so we'll talk about that for some odd diva today. Other than that, let's get the podcast started. Uh, Shala, do you want to start with where you've been? Sure. Cool. Well, this week was a little, it, it was more of a whirlwind, really. Because, mm. well, there, there are a lot of changes that happened that I don't necessarily... and allowed i think to share okay <laughs> so i'm just gonna say that there are just some changes in my life this week that i thought was gonna be a bad thing initially you know sometimes you know on the surface level you think that it's a bad thing but it's actually like a blessing in disguise so that's where i'm gonna stop okay um, but i can't wait to share it to all of you guys but uh, what else did I do last night? I drank um, and oh man, wait, no, I actually went on a bike ride with a few of the bike people in Manila and they took us to because, you know, they usually um, go to that part and they know that part. So they took us to Binondo. On our bikes. Nice. Very stressful because <laughs> we were riding with the traffic, <laughs> with heavy traffic and the rush hour. But it kind of taught me a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> AKA confidence. Just, you know, push through. You can't go back anyway. You're already in the middle of Shaw Boulevard, okay? <laughs> Not like you can... You can just you can just quit. <laughs> is that the way to go there, by Shaw Boulevard is the best way to get to yung, Binondo. No, there are a bunch of ways to get to Binondo. Depends on where you are, but we were in Capitolio, so I think that was the 
Best straightest way, way and not straightest way but more like the most exciting way oh, okay to go there. <laughs> the most death defying way yeah so i'm just gonna shout out like a couple people because they're pretty well known in the bike community and if you guys want to see a bunch of like bike content that's really where you want to go uh so there's ride out manila and then james Segan, who's part of the esteban cycling club there's marco shout out to you and Ian and Isa, I was with um, Abby, of course, and our friend Nico. And who else? Um, I think, yeah, I think that's it. So we went to Binondo. We we ate dinner at Waying because at that point, we were hungry AF with, you know, all the seeing it and stuff. From literally, like, <laughs> grab you seeing it in with this one bus who kept on stopping on like really appro- inappropriate places and sometimes even in the bike lane. And you know, but we can't do anything because you know, the roads are small, they kind of have to take space and everything. So that was a challenge. And then, so when we got to Binondo, we ate at Waying. Oh my god, dude, you should. Wow, how do you spell that? How do you spell Waying? W A I Y I N G. And then if you get there, I mean, if you get to try it there, but I think they're on grab too. Um, you should try their shopa, which is like as big as your face. <laughs> and then they have like this thing in the menu called kebab. It's like, it's just kebab, Chinese kebab, but it's basically like fried chicken balls or something. Chicken meatball. Okay. But it's called kebab in the, um, in the menu. So I recommend you guys try that. Also, there are no kuchai, kuchai ngaba, kuchai dumplings. Mm. Yeah, dude, that's the best. And Damn. then, so we just rode around. Uh, they took us to Intramuros as well because Intramuros as n- at night is just chef's kiss. It's <laughs> the best. Like, you don't even need to stop. We just biked around, you know, just going through all the. All the nice buildings and the lights. May kita mga gorgeous si Bill. And then anyway, after that, they took us to this place for our second dinner. <laughs> they took us to this place called Shawarma Snack Center. I think it's in Malate. Basta somewhere in Manila. And I think it's pretty well known over there. It's a Shawarma snack. snack Center? That sounds yeah. amazing. Um, And then it's basically... Uh, I don't know the cuisine, um, but yeah, it's more like Middle Eastern. Is that? Yeah. Right? No, that's that's correct. I think pretty sure. I, I just want to describe it accurately. But anyway, they have like a bunch of authentic um, food there, like Middle Eastern food. I got the shawarma pizza. <laughs> God, it's like like the slab of meat um, sandwiched between two like pita breads and it's so good and they have like this dip and shit then we got the chicken tikka and chicken tikka masala Mm, yeah no yes i think so and then they have turkish coffee over there they even sell like legit dates for a very affordable price because Usually dates are pretty expensive, like the fruit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in real life too, they are pretty expensive. Yeah, they, they are pretty expensive. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So after that, we just went home. It's pretty intense too, cause 
the ride up to well okay so because i'm pretty what do you call this like i'm a beginner when it comes to biking to biking especially like around the city but biking up shaw shaw boulevard or yeah it's just so intense especially at night also mm. it was very nice too because it was cold you know there's no sun pero kasi yung paakit ng show hindi mo it's like a gradual incline like you don't know you're actually inclined mm-hmm. pero mafe-feel mo na lang na bakit ako pagod <laughs> why am i cramping up <laughs> you know what i mean so uh, i'm pretty i'm really thankful for you know all the bike peeps for guiding us and you know telling us what to do and encouraging us to just like go pajak so pretty fun saturday came and then sunday actually we went on another bike ride, but just literally just to get coffee. So we went to Yardstick and then, um, oh, actually, no. First, we rode our bikes to this cute cafe along Shaw called Nihon Cafe. And I think they have another branch somewhere in Makati. But this one is Nihon Cafe along Shaw. And we just drank well, I drank matcha tea. Is it Japanese theme? Because in Nihon. Parang ganon, yeah. And I think they also have like kori kohi, the coffee ice cubes, and then you pour milk. You know that one? I've seen it. That yes. sounds delicious. Yes, it is. It looks delicious. But yeah, that's what they have there. And they also have like ramen and stuff. So it's pretty cute. And then we went to Yardstick. We just, you know, we met up some friends, had some coffee, we wanted to, you know, um, support. And then I experienced my first semplang. <laughs> Your first what? Semplang. What's I, semplang? I don't know. What is that? Oh, I fell off my bike. Oh, okay. Wipe out. Yeah. Moving semplang. Uh-oh. Okay. Anyway, Damn. My chain, parang na-ano na, ko, na-de-chain. Natanggal yung chain ko. Okay. Sa, ano, sa, sa spokes. Sa spokes. So... I don't know what you call that. It's about to like pedal. So I fell. And the fall was pretty slow, actually. Slow Actually, nobody would have noticed if I didn't say, ah, <laughs> lifeless, ah. <laughs> and I have like a, a, what do you call that? I have like a few cuts. And a few, like, four bruises that I did not notice. I only noticed, like, the next day when I was showering. I was like, bakit masakit yung elbow ko? I feel like that's, you like, know? a rite of passage for bikers, right? You have to you have to fall then. Yeah, and I'm pretty thankful, actually, that it happened, like, an empty road. Like, we're actually not, you know, in traffic and stuff. So, ayun. Um, what else? Yeah, so that happened. But I was, I was a little rattled and... Actually, I'm super thankful again for for the bike peeps for, you know, for helping me out because they were there and and uh, they took care of my bike right away. Like, I didn't even need to go to anywhere. And then uh, after that, we went to Rockwell. Rockwell has, like, this really nice um, alfresco thing going on. TVH, pag wala kang budget, just don't. <laughs> 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 because it was so expensive, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can just sit there and, like, you know, bask in the sun. 
But yeah, if you want to drink or if you want to get food, it's a little expense on the expensive side. You know what I mean? Ah, what, 600 um, per dish? Because of course, the restaurants are like chilies. They're selling like grilled oysters and shit. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I mean, they have like champagne on the bottle just right there. So <laughs> you know that it's you know, Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, like obviously you can just like go there and sit there, right? Um, so yeah, we had a few drinks there and then, yeah, umuwi lang kami. Oh no, actually we had dinner at Juanitos. <laughs> a lot of things happened that day, okay? Let me just tell you. Uh, by the way, that was also the day that we made 35 bottles of coffee. <laughs> wow. Five, yeah, it was a lot. Um, wait, I did something on Monday. Oh, right. We went to our friend's house, Ian, and he likes to work out and he has like a home gym. So we oh, I, I would love a home gym. That's like one of my goals in life, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like an investment too because, you know, you know what I equipment there. I know it's like on the expense For me, it's side, just on the yeah. side. It's like, what do you call it? Uh, the, the, there's a saying that goes like the, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. Because just oh. getting just getting to <laughs> oh, the that makes so much sense. Right? Getting to the gym is you. like half the battle for me before oh when I was God. going to the yeah, gym. Like because well, once you're in there, okay. Nah. Oh, but just getting so there. Nice. So I, I would love it if it was like literally right here in front of me all the time. Then you really yeah. have no excuse anymore. So we went to his house. He has a home gym. He gave us like a quick workout, but still super duper intense. And then after that we visited. This one cafe called Prominent Cafe. It's in Quezon City because that's where he lives. Oh my gosh. Like their truffle pasta. Wow. Yum. Their flat white. Must try. It's like chocolate. It's so creamy. Just try it. Prominent. It's in a... It's like right beside a gas station. And I'm sure you guys can find it online. Also, yum. Canny sandwich. It's... Ugh. Like the food is oh my god, it's just amazing. Just thinking about it. Right after that, we visited another cafe, but this time around it's in Bulacan. So Abby and I drove there because we needed to get out of the city, you know what I mean? Like we needed to refresh our minds, and that's where we pooled all of our ideas for, you know, for for stuff. And we went to a cafe called Bean Cafe or Cafe Bean, sorry. You guys search it on Instagram. It's super Instagrammable, like very minimalist, very Korean inspired. I loved it to the point where I kind of um, forgot about my my uh, disease. No, just kidding. <laughs> I had diabetes. I ordered a I ordered a crawfle. You know that like a like a like a croissant, but they put it in a waffle maker. A so crawfle. Dude, bro. Bro, bro, you have to go there. You have to try it out. Okay. And then I got a cookie. Look at me getting a cookie. Yeah, look at yeah. you. Yeah. Don't, girl. Blood sugar. Who, huh? <laughs> but anyway, it was just like one cheat day and it's fine. It's nice. It was great. Um, yeah, you guys should try it out. It's in Bulacan. If you guys can drive out there, it's pretty nice. Easy to, um, you know, to look for. Um, and then I think that's it. Finn? Yeah, Finn. Dude. Yeah, you hit up like four coffee shops a week, huh? That's pretty dope. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know, because, you know, we want to look around. We also want to support. So, yeah. Makes That's, sense. I mean, you know, I know some people who get coffee um, four times or like three times a day. So, parang ako, medyo ganun yung sa akin. There you go. <laughs> I try nice. to visit like small coffee shops. Support your local coffee shops, right? Any type of like small business actually. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what did I do, man? Uh, oh, over the weekend, I binge watched the second season of Ted Lasso. And if, you know, I've talked about it time and time again on this podcast. That show is one of the best shows like ever. <laughs> it's so good, man. Is it like funny or full it's of funny? Comedy? It's funny. And uh, how you would describe it, Arika G, I'm sure, is if you watch it, a warm hug. It's a warm hug of a TV show. Is it really? Yeah, oh, dude. It, 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 oh. It's so like it's such a feel good show. Like there's really I mean, there's there's. I don't know. How to, I don't. I don't know how to say it. I, I, there's a couple of the Leche fans that started watching it after I recommended season one. I think they can attest to this. It's it's got a lot of heart. It's a show with a lot of heart. I know that sounds so generic, but you have to watch it to kind of understand because it really does, bro. The characters are all. Most of them are so lovable. The development of the characters is good. The writing is is incredibly witty and humorous. Uh, but there's also some uh, dramatic moments. There's some depth to the characters. So. Uh, Ted Lasso and really good season two just ended over the weekend. So it's a good chance to either. Well, if you haven't watched season two, go watch it. And if you haven't seen the show at all, it's a good chance to binge watch. I think it's 22 episodes total now, because I think the first season was 10 and then this season was 12. So Ted Lasso, I watched that. I watched a horror movie, an older horror movie called uh, green Inferno. Have you seen that Rika G? No, I have not. It's not very good. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a, it's Why? an Eli, it it's an Eli Roth movie. If you know Eli Roth, he's an actor and a director. He does like all these very brutal horror slash slasher movies. So I think he did Hostel. I don't know if you ever watched Hostel. Yes, I did. I think it's the same. I think he did the same. Uh, he's the same guy behind it. So Green Inferno is about these like activists that go fly to the jungle somewhere. Mm-hmm. I forgot where, like South America or somewhere. And then their plane crashes and then they get uh, captured and, and held by cannibals. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of a game. A game? Far, Far Cry? You Maybe. I mean? The third, I don't know, the third game or something. Of Far Cry. Kind of like that. Na they, or was it the first or the second? Anyway, it's like a theme that the plane crash into... Like an island. That's okay. But yeah. my ca- my cannibalism basa game. Uh, wala. Okay. <laughs> so the so main it, thing is the cannibalism. Yeah, that's kind of the main uh, shock factor of the movie. You know, right. the movie itself, I, it it's pretty violent, but then it gets less violent, which is weird because they start off super violent. And then it it gets tamer, which is I thought a weird way to go about it. Uh, I would not recommend the movie at all. <laughs> it wasn't very good, but if you want to just because I've never seen like cannibalism depicted on screen, so if maybe that interests you. You can check it out. There's some it's there's some pretty brutal deaths in there, but overall, just not a not a good movie if you ask me. Uh, I bought a new video game this week. 
called Zero Hour. It's on Steam. It's it's like uh 600 pesos or 300 pesos. I forgot. It's, it's pretty affordable. It's still an alpha stage. So basically you are you're a member of like a SWAT team and it's pretty realistic in terms of the gameplay. So you 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 can die really quick. Like if you get shot once or twice, you're dead. You can play with up to five people. So I I I bought it. I tried it out. It's pretty good. I would recommend it for, you know, if you want to play with you up to like five of your friends for a game that's not super uh will break the break the bank. Zero hour on Steam. It's pretty good. Other than that, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick my mind. Did I do anything else? Nothing really. My life has been very boring compared to yours. <laughs> I haven't done anything, man. Like, I'm trying to think. Nah, I think that's it. I'm going to go grocery shopping tomorrow. Does that count as news? Anyway, uh, I guess Finn. You want to do uh, TT's? Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. I was on mute. I yeah, you're on mute. I was on mute. I was like reacting to everything. Oh, no. It's, I was like, what's happening? I, like, I thought we lost connection. I was like, no, nah, dude. I mean, things are just brewing, man. I mean, <laughs> things are going to pick up. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, Finn, I guess, Finn, uh, let's go Wapow. Wapow. Let's start with uh, Maria Ressa, actually. Maria Ressa, along with a uh, another journalist named Dmitry Muratov, uh, shared mm-hmm. the award of the Nobel Prix. Nobel Peace Prize, which was uh, announced on Friday last week. And uh, it's pretty incredible. She is, well, for at least for our side, for uh, Maria Ressa, is the first individual winner of a Nobel Prize in any field from the Philippines. Uh, she won it, of course, for, uh, you know, taking a stand in with the freedom of the press here, especially here in the Philippines. Uh, and able to uh, kind of to expose corruption and what and whatnot that has been happening. So uh, congratulations to her. I think it's pretty incredible. Like they were yeah. awarded for, according to the uh, Nobel Committee, for their courageous fight for freedom of expression. They are also this is the these are they're the first journalists to win this kind this this prize since 1935. So it's been 86 years since a journalist has won. So pretty incredible stuff, man. It is pretty incredible. I mean, it's the Nobel Peace Prize. Come on. Mm -hmm. And this is all while she was still, you know, running everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Rappler, which she co-founded in 2012. And uh, according to the article, has grown prominent through investigative reporting, including into large scale killings during a police campaign against drugs or the EJK. Uh, and it's it's a you know how they did the the awarding ceremony though was she in Switzerland did did she I I know she got a phone call. There's a phone call that released yeah. where oh, where she where the committee the called her. The committee called her and said that she was going to win, and she was very. You know, taken aback by the award, which I think is. Oh my god! Like I am, ha- like my. Oh god! Like I'm having chills. Yeah, like, I mean, wow. can you imagine being called by that? But I mean, not yeah. only, and I think as a Nobel Prize winner, you win like a million dollars or something. Yeah, right? you win like one point four ba or one point something like that. I think because you know, it was awarded to two people. I think they have to split it and you know split the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the committee also said that the, the award the, intended the award to send a message about the importance of rigorous journalism at a time when technology has made it easier than ever 
to spread falsehoods. And I think that's there's nothing more fitting than what uh, what we see online now with all the fake news, especially with the elections coming up in 2022. Uh, you know, for reporters to be there to kind of disperse truth and uh, dispel fake news, I think it's it's a it's a very great award to kind of shed light on that, right? And it's so crazy, you know, that this is all happening. While obviously, because Rappler is a news agency, they cannot stop work. You yeah, know, <laughs> still ongoing, still running. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. And I do know a couple of people who, who, who works in Rappler. Yeah. While working there. And it's just like, grab their happiness that day and how proud they are of their boss and how. Because you know they're they're a pretty small like team, mm-hmm. so they all see her and you know walk by her and can ask her questions, and that's just amazing. Yeah, imagine your boss is a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Oh, by the way, it says here, pala, that the award will actually be presented in December, so December ten, which actually is the anniversary of the death of Swedish industrialist Alfred Nobel, who founded the awards in his 1895 will. So there we go. So we'll find out more about the awarding in December. But uh, I guess to end it, congratulations once again to Maria Ressa as well as to Russian journalist Dmitry Muratov. Yeah, I mean, Maria Ressa, I, well, I first got to, she was first introduced to us when I was in college. She's pretty, she's a rock star in our college. Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot of us like look up to her and how she is as a journalist and if you guys I believe you watched like a documentary or like a, an interview with Maria Ressa like years before and just guys just just look it up uh I suggest that you guys um what do you call that like look up her career before Rappler and it's just amazing she's a badass my first exposure to her actually was when I was younger my mom would always watch uh, CNN and she yes. was a correspondent for mm-hmm. CNN. Investigative reporter, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was so cool because to see someone, you know, a Filipina on CNN, I was like, damn, that's awesome. And it, or, I mean, not that she, like, not, nothing, just, just seeing her so well-spoken was so crazy. I was like, damn, right. that's so awesome. She's so smart. And I always remember the first time like I would ever watch her was on CNN. So congratulations once again. Uh, Wapow. Wapow. All right. Uh, we, we don't have much to talk about on this mix, but uh, we'll, we'll just kind of compress all the COVID-related stuff that's happening here, at least here in the Philippines. So let's start with uh, the big news that movie theaters are, are set to reopen. Uh, what do you feel about that, dude? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know that you love watching. I know. And I you know. love watching even just like by yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so let's say. Are let, you excited? I, I, um, I am in a sense, but also I, I, I don't know if it's really worth the risk yet. But let me give the facts first. So the Interagency Task, uh, task oh. Force on COVID-19 has approved uh, the recommendation to place uh, the capital region under alert level three, right? From October 16 to 31, down from alert level four, which was last September 16. So uh, under this alert now, cinemas are allowed to open at 30% capacity for fully vaccinated individuals. Um, 
So 30%. So there's got to be obviously space, no seat mates allowed. So even if you go with someone, if you're going to go on a date, you can't right. sit next to them. Uh, but th- th- that's kind of the ruling. So 30% indoor capacity. Right. Uh, there will be seats wonder, in between. Though, mm. I wonder though, like, will the price still be the same? Are you going to have to like compensate? Like, are they going to have to like distribute or dis- distribute like the price? Of like the missed seat. Yeah, I, I was because I worked in a movie theater before in the states. I don't know if it's the same uh, business model here, but I feel like at thirty percent capacity, the theaters would be losing money. That's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know, right. if, uh, but this is, this is from experience. Okay, yeah, everybody. <laughs> right. Uh, but also, I mean, one of the biggest draws before of the cinema for like, you know how the biggest cinema distributor here in the Philippines is SM, right? Yeah. But a big reason why theaters were a big business here was because they would bring in people to go watch the movies. And then after the movies, what do they do? Right. They go shopping. Yeah. Right. So the same appeal doesn't really apply anymore because of the, well, a, the 30% capacity. So there's not going to be that many people going. And also the, you know, it's, it's increasing the risk of <laughs> COVID for shop uh, for, for people to go there to watch a movie and then go shopping. We're just going to have more people. Also, you're not allowed, by the way, according to the, you know, what they're saying, the CEAP or the Cinema Exhibitor Association of, of the Philippines, uh, who have drawn up a set of protocols to ensure the safe reopening of cinemas, said that uh, there's no uh, eating allowed, which is also a big part of cinema going, right? Yeah. Like popcorn and hot dogs and whatnot. And that's also like one way for them to to make money. Make money. Yeah. And if they're going to eliminate that, that's like a big yeah. That's a huge risk for everybody, for the business owners. Yeah. For the people going in the cinemas, mm-hmm. and you know they're going to open the cinemas, and they're obviously seniors are aren't allowed. Yeah. But you know a lot of a lot of the you know um, what do you call this. A lot of senior citizens like going to the cinemas, but they can't. Yeah, that's why they get a discount, right, on certain days. It's free. Ah, free, ba? Yes. Nice. Uh, According to this article on abscbn.com, that the Philippine uh, movie theater industry, cinema industry, industry, since March of last year, has lost 21 billion pesos in revenue, which is is a lot. (laughs) That's a lot, man. Um. So how how do I re- feel like you know I I would love to go watch Shang Chi right okay like I would love to see Shang Chi I would love to see James Bond in theaters uh, but it's so tough man like I don't want to endorse it right I don't want to endorse it because I still think it's not worth the risk for right. most people right do you think it's like the last place that should reopen last it, public yeah, I would feel like yeah. it has to be up there. Yeah, but you know what they should allow, like, or could be more, you know, it should be done more, mm-hmm. like outside cinema, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I don't know if MOA, natuloy bring some MOA, the drive-in theaters. Oh, eh. that, that could have been really nice. I'm not sure if they kept that going or if it's, maybe maybe it's still running. Maybe we're just not really looking into it, but... Maybe. That would be pretty cool. Yun lang yung problema dito. Wala, wala ano eh. There's no space for that here Mm-mm. outside of, you know, places like Mall of Asia, which has their own, you know, set of land to do it, like their field. But that would be, that would be a great alternative. But honestly, bro, ah, 
I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think it's a great idea. TVH, TVH. I don't think it's a great idea because the risk is too high. Uh, yeah, that, and it's just, it wouldn't be the same either. Like a, a big draw of the theater before was going with your friends, right? Going with your family, going with your date, uh, and enjoying it together. Say you go on a date, a movie date, but yeah. One seat apart. Eh. Yeah, di ba? Paano may magmomomol, di ba? I know. <laughs> Dude, did you see that meme? There's one meme. Medyo, ano, medyo babo yung meme. But... <laughs> so, na, picture sila. Picture na nakaupo sila. The guy and girl next to each other. And the guy, his hand is uh, like on the lap of the girl. But basta, you can't see it, right? And then there's a second photo. Uh, <laughs> medyo babo. Alam mo yung ano... When you when you swim, that was your your skin gets wrinkly. Yeah. So the second <laughs> so, picture is ano madaliri ng guy. Na yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, that's the, that's the news on the cinema. Uh, shall we wap out to the next part of it? Wap out. Uh, the curfew. So there's been a shortened the curfew. curfew. Is now twelve midnight to four a.m. Right? Yeah, four a.m. It was imposed on October thirteenth, so last uh, Wednesday, or at least yesterday, at the time of this recording. So the curfew hours in Metro Manila has relaxed, uh, quote unquote, relaxed midnight to four a.m. It's a unified curfew in Metro Manila. Uh, they said that the adjust is attributed to the decreasing COVID nineteen cases. And healthcare utilization rate, which is good news, right? I think it's good news that they were able yeah. to find a number that said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, it's it's uh, it's slowing down, so maybe we can decrease the uh, we can anatagdita we can uh, shorten the the curfew." But what does the what does the curfew? I I, I still kind of am wondering what does the curfew do? You know what I mean? I guess for like establishments for bars and stuff. Right. Maybe just to like discourage people from staying out and staying out, staying out too late, or it could also be like, you know, just a way to contain, yeah, uh, like the public, I guess. Because you know the memes or the jokes would always go like COVID. I know COVID doesn't come out between midnight Uh, and whatever, right? I always find. I I mean, sure, you shorten it from what 10 p.m. to what was it before, like 5 a.m. So seven hours to four hours. So the three hour change i just wonder like what what how much of an impact that would have not not much i think eh? that's just my opinion but i'm not really uh, sure i'm not sure but hopefully it helps the you know some establishments Mm. that yeah especially like you said bars and restaurants that are open late probably i mean restaurants or supermarkets as well yeah I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just kind of question the the whole validity of. You know what we should question? What's that? Face shields. Face shields. That's the one thing that we should always question. <laughs> Why are we still fucking fucking um <laughs> wearing face shields? Yeah. Twenty twenty one. And it's not the right kind of face shield either. For it's not the medical grade because mm. in the hospitals, I understand why face shields would be important. Yeah. But yung ano yung Consumer level uh, face shields. It's so weird, talaga. It's so weird that okay, fine. They allowed it. They allowed no face shields outside of like I, I mean outside, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In public spaces, but obviously when you're out, you would need to go inside a mall, a building. So mm-hmm. you would still need to bring your 
they should i feel like i have a theory they only said that so people would quiet down on the whole, the whole ordeal yeah right i believe right? so i mean i watch i watch watching i uh, maybe a few weeks ago you my ex- experts in uh, wind engineering or some shit. There's like an accident. Oh, dude, there are already studies, you know, yeah, disputing all of the... Yeah, it's like, wow. First of all, who the hell studies to be a wind engineer? That's super cool. <laughs> that is cool. Well, if you're a wind engineer, yeah, dude, you're going to have a job forever. We always have wind. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's something right? that happens every day. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess... Well, pow to the last part <laughs> uh, for travel for people who are interested in travel. Uh, they just updated the uh, kind of the rules for foreigners and Filipinos who are arriving back in the Philippines uh, in terms of, you know, how there's a mandatory quarantine uh, for at a facility. Go with a quarantine. They're going to they said that. Uh, so according to the new uh, rules here. Uh, from the IATF on emergency emerging infectious diseases mm. that uh, if you're a foreigner or Filipino arriving in the Philippines from a, a green country. So it's a, in terms uh, of uh, like there's countries that are given like red, yellow and green, red. like alert levels or rating levels. So green is probably, I mean, green is what they consider uh, safer than yellow and red. Mm-hmm. So if you, have a negative PCR, RT-PCR test within 72 hours of leaving that country and then arriving in the Philippines, you, you don't have to uh, quarantine at, the, at a facility. Yeah. yeah, You know how normally you have to quarantine for two yeah, weeks yeah, in a hotel yeah. or whatnot? So upon arriving in the Philippines, if you, if you are coming from a country that is listed in the green countries, which I can go through in a bit, uh, you don't have to quarantine at a facility anymore, and then, uh, but uh, still, when you upon, uh, upon upon arrival, you still have to monitor yourself for two weeks. But you can do it from well, I'm guessing your home if you are Filipino and Balikbayan. Right. Uh, as of October eighth, uh, there's too many to list, but you can Google it. But to name a few, uh, there is Ch- which some are surprising to me, like China mainland is is on this mm-hmm. list. Uh, New Zealand, okay. okay. So New Zealand, that makes sense. I'm sorry. Of green countries. Yeah, yeah, green countries. Right. Uh, there are a couple uh, African countries here, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. North Korea, bro. If you want to go to North Korea and back, you can right. go. Man. Uh, but uh, New Zealand is here. To uh, it's not a surprise. Taiwan also. I'm just trying to find countries that a lot of Filipinos I know have probably lived there. I mean, there's Filipinos everywhere, but. Like, but the, most of these countries are not as uh, visited as so. So, I guess the big names that are missing: United States is not on this list. Okay, okay. so the U.S. is not on this list. From the U.S., you still have to, yeah, you still have to do the mandatory facility-based uh, okay. quarantine. It's not that they're going to stop you. Right? No, no, no man, no, no man. It just, uh, it, it's just making life easier for people who are coming back to the Philippines from these countries listed mm-hmm. on the green. Uh, I mean, there's Samoa, but everything else. I mean, I, I don't. I've never been to any of these other countries, and I don't really. Ha- I never really had plans to go. So I just kind of listed what I would think would be top of mind for people in case they want to travel and come back. So Taiwan, New Zealand. Uh, I mean, there. That's kind of really all I see here that are hot tourist destinations for Pinoy's. Uh, the right. rest are, you know, uh, like Sudan and 
Yemen, Madagascar, like not a lot of Filipinos, I think, go there. Right. So it's kind of a it's a still a short list, but at least it's it's hopeful. You know, hopefully more countries are added to the, the list, uh, at least for travel purposes, because I always found the facility based thing kind of uh, strange, because if you have your own Sketch. place here, right, if you have your own place, why can't you quarantine yeah. in your own home? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they don't trust you, or maybe it could be like a uh, a way to just revitalize the hotel industry. Sure, probably. probably. I mean, it it is better safe than sorry, but it is a very expensive procedure. Oh yeah. Right? But I mean, I guess um, if you can afford to travel, I'm sure you also have money to, you know. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the it's the price you want to pay, right? If you want to go somewhere and come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's I mean, that's the news. It, yeah. That's the news for all the COVID-related stuff here, at least in the Philippines. Uh, not a comprehensive list by any means, but those are kind of the big things that popped up. So wapow, wapow! All right, we got one final, uh, one final thing to talk about. It's an odd diva. So we're doing some odd diva. Yeah, <laughs> as this one recommended to us by a Leche fan. Okay, go. Actually, just a few minutes before recording. Uh, so there is a casino in the UK that is uh, willing to pay uh, somebody money just to watch, uh, according to the article, just one person, but they, maybe it could be more. Uh, they're going to be paying you around 8,000 US dollars, roughly around 8,000 US dollars to watch every single episode of The Simpsons. Including oh. the movie as well. Uh, there's 33 plus seasons, I think, of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they're going to do is they are here are the requirements for the role. The uh, you must be over 18, fluent in English, strong writing skills are uh, are preferred. Uh, you must have access to TV and a lap or a laptop, and of course, a love for The Simpsons is desirable but not essential. You're going to be watching all 284 hours of the show from the 33 seasons also including the movie and then during each episode you just have to take notes on the standout storylines uh for feedback to give back to the team so the reason they're doing this rika g is because uh the simpsons uh throughout their history have actually predicted certain big things in that would happen later on in the world right so donald trump donald trump's presidency there is the horse meat scandal in 2013. Even the coronavirus pandemic were all kind of uh, pa- uh, predicted on the it Simpsons was shows. Like, talked about on the show. Yep. So, so what are they trying to do? Are they because they know, are a uh, casino? Or... They're a casino, so I think they want to study like the trends of how what they can predict in the future. In the future, they want to. Oh, yeah, they want to be able to predict the future. I don't know why, but I mean they're paying. This is actually pretty good money if you do it hourly. It's still a lot. True. It's probably but most. How are they going to monitor you? Right? I, I think you have to do. I mean, with every like it says here, you have to report for every episode. You have to give feedback on the storyline oh, and whatnot. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's up to you how you could. You maybe you could just Google or Wikipedia the episode if you wanted to cheat. But I, I don't think it's that difficult if you have nothing else going on in life and you're at home. I mean, I don't know. Baka maumay ka sa Simpsons. Pero ano? Ano mo? Like, pull up the numbers. How? Let's do the math. Yeah. How many? Oh, the, it says here it will take about uh, 
So it's 35 hours a week, roughly. So 284 right. divided by 35.5. Around eight weeks, they said. So eight weeks okay. of watching it. Uh, I don't know how many you have to so do it's per like day. thousand a week. 35.5 divided by seven. So about five hours a day. So maybe 10 episodes a day. Okay. For eight weeks. That's kind of like the rough math. So it's uh, like thousand dollars a day, right? Yes. But then again, you're. Oh, like, not a day, not a day. It's uh, it's if it's two hundred eighty-four hours, seven seven thousand dollars divided by two hundred eighty-four hours, it comes out to about. Hold I know, on, one thousand a week. Mangaganan, well, mangaganan, yeah. yeah. Or if you want to do it exactly, it's about twenty-four dollars an hour. Right. So that's about one thousand two hundred pesos an hour. Not to... bad. But you're not going to watch it every. You're not going to do it every day, right? No, I mean you. You probably to finish the quota, you'd have to watch ten episodes a day, oh, okay. which is about five hours. So wow. it's about six k a six k a day, seven k yeah, a day. It's actually, it's pretty common that you know, like you know, um, like companies will pay you to watch whatever, like horror movies or Grey's Anatomy and shit like mm-hmm. that. But this is pretty. Like the reasoning behind it yeah. and, you know, the desire, mm-hmm. why they want to do it is pretty uh, unique. It is. It is. I they mean, they want to predict the future. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. Uh, and also a, a cool little uh, perk of if you land the job is that they will also fund you. Uh, Provide snacks. If, yeah. Donuts. <laughs> because, you know, Homer Simpson loved donut, loves yeah, donuts. So dude. every week they will send you donuts. So I actually I actually applied, bro. Like right oh, no now, way. yeah. Like a few minutes That's before cool. we start recording. Uh, what did you need to to give? You just, you, it's just a Google form. You just give your name, your email, and then your reason why you want to do it. I, okay. I doubt I'm gonna get it right, but I just Question, you know. Though. Do yeah. you need to be like a like a U.S. Nope. citizen? you can be from yeah. anywhere around the world. It says as long as you speak English, cool. fluent in okay. English. Cool. So the name of the casino is Plantin, Plantin Casino, P-L-A-T-I-N. So if, I, I'm not going to link the form in the podcast, but just type in Plantin Casino Simpsons. It should take you to a form. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're legit, but I, I hope they are. And if I get the job, dude, that's that's good money. Oh, that's yeah, pretty good money. Sure. So sure. yeah, that, that's it for Odd Diva. Uh, and that's the podcast yeah. for today, friends. Uh-huh. Don't forget to follow us everywhere. It's at the Hala Hala Show. And uh, if you just want to be updated and, you know, talk to other Leche fans, we have the Facebook group, the Hala Hala Show Leche Fam. Leche Fam, yeah. So okay. thank you once again to JD De La Rosa who tagged us for that Odd Diva. If you guys have any suggestions on titis or just... uh Questions that you want to ask us, go post in our Hala Hala Show Leche Fam on Facebook. We still have merch. If you want to hit, a, hit us up for some t-shirts, go message the Hala Hala Show Instagram at Hala Hala Show. Anything else you want to say, Rika G? That's it, you guys. Have a great week ahead. Right. And more hugs. More hugs. Take care. And extra song. Hala Hala Show. Bye. Later. 